0: Angelo Time is brought to you in part from listeners like you. Thank you.
1: And thank you, and good afternoon. Welcome to San Angelo Time. It is Sunday, May 23rd, 2021. Victoria Day weekend in Canada. Holiday weekend. Do you want to turn the dishwasher off? Is that what you want to do?
2: Can I just... Do you just...
1: No, just get up. Take your headphones off. I'll just turn your microphone on. We're not stopping here, so we're just moving along here, so... Just uh, there's a little handle there at the top. You just pull it open. So, right there in the middle. Right there in the middle. Oh, right, right there. Right there. Lift, lift up and pull towards you. There you go. There you go. Dishwasher was running here in Brimley, and it was irritating. It was Sharon. noisy. Mm. So it's a Sunday, the uh, Sunday before Memorial Day weekend, which is next weekend. We're almost done with the month of May. You believe that?
2: Goes by pretty quick.
1: Sure does. And um, so anything you want to do before we get into things here?
2: Well, start the news.
1: Start the news. Should we start the news? Okay, let's start the news. It's time for San Angelo Time News. Time for San Angelo Time News here. I,
2: I just want to bring up one thing. Go ahead. We were watching that show. I was watching that show. You were just like playing your game or whatever, and you just happened to look up when I was watching the show. It was um, show. A million little things, and you were like, "Oh, look! There's the Rodecaster Pro." The, oh yeah, the one lady has a podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. She uses the same equipment that we use, at least at least the same. Board that we use, which I thought was kind of nice. Yeah. Means so they're nice. big time, just like a, a podcast on TV. Yeah. Just to see, like, we're a fake radio station. Yeah. They're a fake podcast. <laughs> all fake podcasts use the Roadcaster Pro.
2: But we're a real podcast. A real
1: podcast is a fake radio program.
2: Right? I just wanted to bring that up.
1: Mm hmm. Is that all you got for news? Is that it?
2: I don't have any news. Um, we went to Gaylord yesterday. Mm hmm. That that's our big news.
1: Yeah, well, I wouldn't just say that the, we also went to church for the first time in about a year.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, that we was kind went, of big news. We went on Friday, mm-hmm. and then it turns out that didn't count, so we had to go back on Saturday.
1: So they have a, a, a two mask required masses on the weekend. One at Friday at five fifteen. The other one Sunday at one mass not op, mask not optional. That those masks right. So uh, we thought maybe the Friday at 5.15 would count for the weekend, and we found out that it didn't. So so we went to yesterday at uh, the 5 o'clock Saturday mass. And, and some uh,
2: people had masks. We were
1: wearing masks, although even though we don't really need to anymore because we um, are both fully vaccinated. We are
2: fully vaccinated. And
1: your buddy, uh, who's the guy, uh, Fauci there, says that we don't have to wear the masks anymore if we're fully vaccinated. Exactly. So, uh, so, but we did wear the mask, and there's a few other people that were wearing masks, which I, is fine.
2: I still like to social distance too.
1: Well, I think that they're still doing that in the church. I mean, they didn't do the the you know the sign of peace or whatever. You didn't do that, and um, there's other things that they don't do, uh, like they don't have a guy going along uh, getting the collection. You just drop it in a little slot there in the middle of the aisle.
2: Yeah, because everybody. Oh no! When the guy he okay, I got confused. 'Cause I was thinking about some churches when they send the collection thing and everybody touches it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. this guy just, you know, leans in with mm. a hook kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. A hook and a net.
1: The vacuum and sucks the money out of your wallet. So <laughs> But uh um yeah, so so we went to Mass. I thought that was good to get back to church. I I don't wonder what was your thought about going back to church?
2: I liked it. Oh. I just don't want to give up my Sunday mornings.
1: Yeah, you don't want to give up Sunday for God anymore. You want to you want to stay at home.
2: That's kind of
1: rude. <laughs> well, I wasn't mean rude. I mean, you're going to church on Saturday. It's, like it's as good as going to church on Sunday, right?
2: It's I the just, same thing. I just I still want to go to church. I just don't want to give up my Sunday mornings.
1: That's fine. That's fine. All I said was you don't want God. You don't want to give up your Sunday morning for God. So you're going on Saturday. I, I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. What's the bad thing?
2: I don't know. You just sounded It'll kind touchy of, over there, sounded kind of rude,
1: but anyway, um so yeah, so it was good to go to church and um be back at that, but after church, like you said, we uh um so back up a little bit um, we've been needing to get a lawnmower for out here in Brimley because
2: the lawn was getting.
1: It's getting pretty brutal.
2: Knee high by the Fourth of, <laughs> of July.
1: It wasn't even the Fourth of July. It wasn't even June yet.
2: It's getting long though.
1: <laughs> so um, I had looked in town for a, for a lawnmower, and I wanted to get just a push mower, but I wanted a, a, a self propelled mower because I'm old and you want to I push. I
2: like to... a self propelled mower. Know. I do. Mm-hmm. I I use one at our house. so don't. Don't give me the face.
1: I did, didn't say anything. <laughs>
2: I thought you were going to give me the face.
1: I'm restraining myself over here. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> oh um, now there was no. I couldn't find a self propelled mower in the Sioux. You know, looked at Sears. Sears had a few, but none of them were self propelled. And the guy didn't couldn't really tell me. And I'm like, well, I got to get this lawn mowed. So, so, and I didn't want to cart. You ar- know what? what?
2: I kept bumping into the neighbor. The one neighbor who lives across the street. And I kept thinking, oh my goodness, please don't mention the lawn.
1: Please. Mm. <laughs> Did he? No, okay. not once. So anyway, uh, I looked online. I said, we've got to get a lawnmower. i got to get something for out in Because I don't want to drag ours back and forth every week. It's kind of a pain in the ass to do that. So um looked online uh, at uh, Home Depot down in Gaylord, and they had four in stock. So yesterday, I... Bought one online, and after church, we drove down to Gaylord and pick it, picked it up.
2: Yep, you paid for it before we even yeah, went. Yeah, because I didn't
1: want to get down there and say, oh, we just sold the last one, you know. It's <laughs> so. Gaylord,
2: um, if you don't live around here, it's like, what, an hour and a half? An hour and a half down, yeah. So. From mm-hmm. where we live. But the nice thing was, um, the weather was really nice. Mm-hmm. Um and we got to go to Culver's.
1: Yep, we went to Culver's, had a quick bite to eat there. We, it's one of the places we like to go. We don't have one here in town, so so we went to Culver's and got something to eat and then cruised back and got home, what about? It was about ten when we got home?
2: Yeah, just a little after ten. So, it, but it was it was a, quick a nice. Yeah, I I like just oh. like riding.
1: Mm-hmm yeah so it was good and uh the lawnmower t- uh, used it today, and it's a beautiful day out here and got the lawn mode, and it worked great
2: and it looks nice. thank you very much yeah. Yeah, you're welcome
1: mm-hmm. it's a self propelled one, so maybe the next time you can do it
2: well, I couldn't today you were pointing at me to
1: why well, I was like maybe you'd want to try it out, you know, and check it out, but then you pointed at your feet and you conveniently wore sandals, so like well you can't, you can't more push the lawnmower in sandals, so
2: yeah, these are new ones too. I didn't uh-huh. want to get them all green,
1: yeah. So uh, maybe we take taking into consideration that the next time we come out and wear something that's not new and sandily. Right. we got people driving down the road they their four-wheelers.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of four-wheelers out here. Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, uh, so yeah, so the new uh, the lawnmower worked great. It's a Toro, self-propelled. Yep, and uh, it's, in the, it's in the shed now, so did yeah. a good
2: job. well, thank you for all that. Mm-hmm. It did look kind of hard.
1: It wasn't too bad wasn't too bad
2: but there was a lot of grass
1: a lot of grass I raised it up a little bit so
2: (laughs) the neighbor across the street was like he offered which was it was super nice he offered to actually run over it once on his rider and um, we were like no no thank you
1: (laughs) so while we were out here too we also uh, finally ate our uh, um, Hello Fresh Mother's Day brunch meal. Finally got a chance to make that.
2: Yeah, weeks after Mother's Day, but
1: two weeks after Mother's Day.
2: But oh my goodness! I mean, it was pretty good.
1: Pretty good pancakes. There were some pancakes and some salad and stuff. The
2: spinach was like perfect, Mm -hmm. even after two weeks.
1: Yeah, I pulled the bad ones out. So, but yeah, it was good. It was a good meal. So I had that. And uh, what else did we do? Did you put your uh, cat pillow in here? Oh, I saw yeah, you. bought looks, a cat pillow from uh, Dana the other day. And
2: yeah, um, the Foundry.
1: The Foundry on uh, Ashman Street. Dana Sanderson, our friend, owns that store there. And um, we were in there yes- yesterday. Was it yesterday we were there?
2: Yes, it was yesterday.
1: Walking around town, downtown, spending some money. And um, they had that pillow. And the crazy cat lady wanted the pillow. So. Yeah,
2: and... It was just nice. Uh-huh. She's got a beautiful store.
1: She does. She got a really nice store. So, um, so yeah. So we got a new lawnmower. Went to church. Any other news items that you got over there? Of course, like we mentioned, now it was kind of weird when we went into Dana's store because now it's you know it's mask optional now.
2: Yeah, and and it's weird. Some places are still requiring it. Right. But some are not, but so I mean, isn't it like, weird walking into like, a
1: place without a mask? I mean ooh, after doing it for a year you're
2: looking around am I oh, I was breaking the get law. in trouble? Is there like a security camera looking at me?
1: yeah, did we, we didn't wear, we didn't wear the mask in um Home Depot yesterday, didn't we?
2: No, no, i but I had it. I put it back in right. my purse mm-hmm. I was like, But then
1: you had to wear one you did have to wear one in culvers.
2: And you're always kind of afraid. It looks, it
1: looks like the restaurants are still requiring you to wear
2: one. It seems like.
1: Because we went into, a, what was it, a bird's eye place? Bird's eye
2: required it.
1: Had that, so we had to wear that in there. But yeah, I, I don't, I mean, is Meyer still making you wear one in Meyer or?
2: Um, No. Meyer even has a sign up that says if you're fully vaccinated, you do not need to wear your mask. Um, but the fast care clinic, we still require it.
1: And I would imagine the hospital in general. Probably well, the
2: hospital part, for so. sure does, yes. And so we as uh, employees, we, mm-hmm. anytime a patient is um, nearby, then we have to wear them. Um, but honestly, you know what? Now that hmm. I think about it, I am not 100% sure that they have to wear it. I, I think so because I think that is actually hospital policy. But in the Meyer store, I mm-hmm. don't know. Okay. That might be a little gray that I might need to talk to. But like it felt a little weird, superior. the places that we
1: did go in without a, a mask after, you know, since last March, wearing a mask pretty much any time out in public. It felt a little dirty.
2: Yeah. A little naughty.
1: Felt like you were breaking the law. Felt like you were doing something you shouldn't be doing.
2: And you're always like eye shifting. Yeah,
1: it's like, for okay. It. it's okay. Like, yeah.
2: Who's going to get me? Yeah. Gonna-
1: weird. So uh, I know that things are getting better because I know that some of the people at the radio station who were, you know, mask advocates are all of a sudden starting to lighten up a little bit. So that's pretty good. So Good. Yeah. So, yeah, I think things are getting closer to normal, um, which is good because we need to. We can't keep going like this. So... I, I
2: still social distance. It's too much for me to just throw all throw caution all the caution to the wind. Now I still yeah, feel like I have to grab. Like, like all of a sudden, it's I have to like hold on to something.
1: So uh, in, in August, we're going to see uh, Green Day.
2: Hella mega uh,
1: down at the uh, Comerica boy. Park, and we have tickets to go see Genesis later in on this Weezer. year. sir. Uh, how are you going to feel about going to a concert?
2: Well, so now one's, that one's outside. The,
1: the, the Green Day one is outdoors. The Genesis one in November is indoor.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking you know November's a little ways away. You but think I st- right by I'm that? still gonna go. Well, yeah. I, I've I've I, wasn't, I wasn't a question
1: about that. It just you know, it's gonna be weird to be in a in a, a room with Maybe that many November, people. Maybe
2: November though, it might not feel so weird.
1: Maybe I don't know. It's it just seems a little surreal right now. Right so.
2: now it does, but this is still brand new to us.
1: Hmm. So, any other news you got over there? I
2: don't got news, but I think we should um we should throw in our what we were talking about. What before the podcast?
1: Do we have to? <laughs> we were arguing. We got into a very heated argument.
2: You so. got into a heated argument. I just oh, stopped you. talking because you were yelling.
1: All right. So Sharon read an article today I i don't know how this came about i
2: googled it because i didn't know but what...
1: why did you even start googling it what what prompted you so we're talking about you know the the flashback song of the week and brandon's wacky song and everything sharon all of a sudden's got a hair up her ass that um she's afraid that ascap and bmi are going to come and, and take all of our shit
2: i don't know who is gonna do it I don't know if it's ASCAP and BMI. You don't
1: know that either of them even care. But anyway, go ahead. So how I you... just
2: googled like. Well
1: I guess I want to get to the, before you say you did Google why? What made? What prompted you to Google that? What? I mean, what? What happened between last week and this week?
2: I just wondered how to do it legally.
1: But did something come up during the week? No. That made you think. Oh shit. No. Oh, you just you just. All of a sudden,
2: I've always wondered the okay. whole time that we've been doing this show. Right,
1: and I've always said, you don't have to worry about it. We have literally, what, tw- at the max, twenty five people listening to this thing. No, I mean, I, I mean, if we had more, well, then I think you know, it might be more of an issue. But so, uh, so, okay, so let's let's go. So, so, technically, legally, yes, for us to do all of the things, all the uh, the uh, uh, flashback song. And the uh, the Brandon's Wacky bullshit song there definitely is supposed to, ha- legally is supposed to have an ASCAP BMI CSAC license. And we don't. So, but again, I, my, when we got into this discussion before we went on the air, I said I wouldn't worry about it because they have bigger fish to fry than two yokels sitting at their mother-in-law's Table in Brimley, recording a podcast that 25 people listen to. But, you, but you're but you pretty adamant that you want to get one, if we're going to do that.
2: I so. am not... At, oh, you don't... You hear what you hear.
1: Uh, no, I mean, you, you're... Because did you not say that you were afraid that we were going to have everything taken away from us?
2: I don't even know who. Who what? You always say it's cap and BMI, but... I was reading that if you put music on your podcast that is copyrighted or licensed, then you are at risk to lose everything. I don't know who. I don't I, know I don't, who I the bad guys are.
1: I don't, I don't well, I don't, understand. well, who? they said you're at risk to lose everything.
2: Yes, like any future income you might even make after okay. they take after <laughs> so, they take everything you already have.
1: So so how much income have we made from this podcast so far? Nothing. Absolutely zero.
2: We've spent money on this thing. We're in
1: the whole big time. So there literally is nothing for them to take I mean they're not gonna like take our house. They're not going to take our bank account.
2: And who are they?
1: ASCAP and BMI.
2: Well, that's you tell me that, and I, okay, oh, I believe you. Well, it's but, but, ASCAP and BMI that can take your money and your. Yeah, because, house okay, so ASCAP and BMI are licensing companies. So wife. basically,
1: well, I wouldn't, I, <laughs> if I had a choice, <laughs> that's what you can get for this one first before he is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so ASCAP and BMI are, are licensing entities. So artists are represented by either ASCAP, BMI, or CSAC.
2: And I never heard of CSAC. CSAC's relatively
1: new. So um, there are these big lawyer corporations that, rep- that represent these artists. And basically, so for, let's say, let's say the radio station for us to legally play these artists on the radio, mm-hmm. we have to pay ASCAP, BMI, CSAC, rights fees every year. Okay. Um, even though we don't make, I mean, we make money in, in people, commercials, you know, and people buying commercials at the radio station. But, but we also expose new artists to our listeners. So, I mean... Record sales are basically sometimes encouraged by people listening. You know, They hear a song, new artist on the radio or whatever, they think, oh, I want to go buy the album. You know, that album. I think that song's pretty cool. Kay. So But so anyway, so, so every radio station has to pay them. They're ridiculously expensive. Ridiculously expensive.
2: Right, for a radio station.
1: Thousands upon hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on what market you're in. Mm-hmm. Every radio station in the country has to pay them. So, Mm -hmm. um, and that is, I I think I probably in Canada as well. So, um, but, and then what they do is the, like every once in a while I have to create a, as the program director, I have to create a report, like a seven day snapshot of what was played on any one of our radio stations. And they'll ask, oh, I want to see a seven day reporting for Yes FM from this date to this date. Mm-hmm. And then they take that, and that's basically they know, okay, those are the songs that they're playing this week. So these are represented by ASCAP. So they accumulate those from all the different radio stations, and that's how they figure out how much of what we have paid to them that they need to pay to the artists. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Follow me so far? I got you. Okay. I'm not. So, but you didn't know who they were. That's who they are. Okay, so they
2: they are the ones that.
1: And so enforce. They enforce because yeah, so like
2: they are the music police.
1: They are the music police. And legally, technically, we do need a license to do the, the the flashback song of the week, even though we only play a clip of the song and we don't make a cent off of it.
2: No, we don't make any money.
1: Um restaurants whether they're rebroadcasting our radio station mm-hmm. or they're rebroadcasting Sirius
2: Right, but I don't care about them.
1: I'm just saying, they also have to pay rights fees.
2: No, I know. I, everybody who plays music has to pay rights fees. That
1: place that we bought your uh, clothes at yesterday. She was listening to Taylor Swift on her phone. She, they have to pay rights fees for that.
2: Right, because they're a Be- business. Because,
1: But she was playing it and the customer could hear it, so...
2: Right. No. If
1: you have music on hold on your business, you have to pay rights. But if for
2: that. if you are on YouTube, you don't have to because there's something about the artists still get the money. If I don't know if they're— well, that's
1: not necessarily true. YouTube YouTube is is because uh, uh, I know that a lot of the uh, um, well, you remember when I was doing uh, like Facebook would be similar. And I was playing music, doing the fundraisers for, and I was playing.
2: Yeah, and you kept getting in trouble. I, get,
1: I kept they kept saying, "Oh, you're, you're cease blah, blah, blah. and desist." So, but I said, "Yeah," and 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 the thing is, all of those were I never got in trouble. I never got fined once. So um, even though that their algorithms picked up those songs so um, but youtube is it, there's there's no exemption on YouTube, like I like,
2: was reading about it, but I don't really understand it. Yeah,
1: there is no exemption on YouTube there's because some,
2: something that people click or something that I don't know I don't know what you're talking about there. I don't know. I was reading that if you're on YouTube or Spotify or Mm-mm.
1: Mm-mm. It doesn't make any difference.
2: I was reading that they said it did mm. but
1: I just know that I know that a lot of the uh, um uh d j educational videos that guys do they uh, uh are very on youtube they they they'll get the their videos pulled if they play if they're not talking over that's why i always say we should talk over it because if we talk over it then it's, you know, it's not you can't you're not really you're just you're commenting on the song so
2: so if you have it quiet, quiet while you're talking quiet and
1: you're talking over it you know it's not you know you're you're commenting on it so that's that seems to be an exemption so but but it's but it's a it's a slippery slope yes so anyways, uh, bottom line is we're not going to do the uh, flashback song of the week as we normally would. I guess we'll we'll mention the song.
2: Right now. I mean in,
1: until until such time that we, we discern that we're not we, going to lose all of our shit, so
2: we might purchase one of those as cap licenses, but um for podcasters it's not a million billion dollars, like on radio right,
1: but but again, just be by be purchasing an ASCAP one, then you can only play ASCAP songs
2: I know I already told you like three times yeah. I understand that okay i don't know how you find out though. because
1: because you 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 look up the song then you, it's you, on you, a library you can search you can search it up, you can search up, so it's so pick a song
2: okay, so my flashback song this week was gonna be a. Uh, uh 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 Panic at the disco. Panic at the disco and they had a cover of Bohemian Rhapsody. Because this week we were gonna do covers. Mm. So you're you're uh, Googling mm-hmm. as I see. Mhm. Anyway, so
1: okay, so at, so it looks like uh, <laughs> it might be both. They might have they might have AS CAP and BMI licensed to both, so it yeah. might be covered by both. I don't know.
2: So basically, I just don't. I want to be on the up and up.
1: Well, that's good for you. I I just you know I I, I don't know, I got you kind of sprung it on me last minute as we're getting ready to go. And I need to do more um, investigating into it. So
2: okay. So right now we're like kind of flashback song in limbo, but that's the one I would I would have chosen. So um, hmm. so yeah, Panic at the Disco, Bohemian Rhapsody. Now,
1: um, I don't think that they have to pay. Well, they might have to pay licensing fees to Queen to. If they were to perform that live, I think they'd have to license. This well, song I
2: would Florida. hope so because, as you heard it with me yesterday, they are definitely playing some of well, the actual songs yeah, in and, their live version. Sure,
1: and, and, but I think, but I do think that the it's it's like um, for instance, um, there's a new song out by a, a, a pop group called AJR, and I told you played you that one song. They sample the uh, the Paul Simon. Um, Clip there. Um, and, are
2: those those really young, cute boys yeah, and, that all the girls are swooning for?
1: I don't know about that. But uh, um, but they're young boys. They're brothers. And oh, I think you're talking about BTS.
2: Okay. I don't know. They're all initials. They're, 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 like,
1: that's, that, they're, that's a Korean boy band. Yeah.
2: The BTS. That's the yeah, one. BTS. That's uh, a Korean band. What does boy that stand band. for?
1: I, it beats the crap out of me. I don't know. Beat the shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Those boys are cute. They're 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 Korean, yeah. None of them speak English except for like two, so
2: yeah, and one said he learned how to speak English from the TV show Friends.
1: But um yeah, AJR is the three brothers similar to the Jonas brothers, you know. Okay. Um and they'd have a song where they sample a Paul Simon um my you know, sample a, a part of my little town. They had to pay Paul Simon. For that, and they also had to uh, um, give Paul Simon co-writing credits for that. So, got it. So, would you like me to turn that down while you open up your uh, soda there? Anyway, um, okay. So, I got a couple more. Can we, can we get off the ASCAP and BMI? It's the most boring topic in the world. I I hate ASCAP and BMI. They're ridiculous.
2: Go ahead, move I, I, along. Uh, let's, let's move on. Yeah, like uh, it's all my fault.
1: We're the one, you're the one who kind of started this whole thing about an hour ago. I'm no. not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm.
2: I only want to do what's right.
1: I got gotcha. you, and that's what we'll work on. We'll work towards doing. So move along. Uh, how about this? Uh, food combos that people eat. But sound nasty.
2: <laughs> you mean like when Taco Bell like introduces a new this that's got like 14 different kinds of shells and cheese and things that shouldn't uh, go together? There's a list on
1: Reddit. Uh, people were sharing uh, food combos that they always eat but don't admit to it to others because they know it sounds nasty. For instance, hot chocolate with raw eggs.
2: Oh, my God.
1: See? Sounds gross, huh?
2: Oh, is it kind of like that egg drop soup?
1: Uh, In chocolate and hot chocolate, though.
2: Would the hot chocolate cook the egg?
1: I imagine if it was hot enough, it would, yeah. (laughs) How about cottage cheese and Tabasco sauce? Mm,
2: I think that'd be all right.
1: Ranch dressing on spaghetti.
2: No, don't think I'd like that.
1: Mac and cheese mixed with applesauce.
2: That wouldn't be bad.
1: Now, this one actually sounds like it'd be pretty good. Vanilla ice cream and sea salt chips.
2: Yeah, I would eat that.
1: This one sounds weird. Salami with Nutella.
2: Ew, no.
1: This this next one is the, is the second worst one for me. Orange juice in cereal.
2: Oh, oh, that would be yuck.
1: And and I said unless it was Fruit Loops, that might be okay in Fruit
2: Loops. I don't think I'd like it in Fruit Loops either.
1: The second one, this is the number two one, and I think this actually would don't. Making it feel like you're anticipating something really gross, something that you and I actually have actually had before. Grilled cheese sandwich with jam.
2: Oh my god, that's so good.
1: See, but that was number two on this list of the nasty things. So, yeah, because we've done those uh, paninis with the cherry jam on it, right?
2: Yeah, and um, um, with some uh, shoot avocado, avocado. Mm-hmm. avocado. It's so good.
1: This for la- number one is the most disgusting thing in the world. You ready? What? Oreos with sour cream and onion dip.
2: Yeah, that doesn't, doesn't strike me as...
1: That's disgusting.
2: It kind of makes me feel like I might want to throw up.
1: We've heard of this happening before, but I have no idea it was so much common. Since 2004, at least 146 Americans have hit the lottery using numbers they got from fortune cookies.
2: <laughs> Every so often I want to do that
1: 93% of them hit for 100000 or more Wow 146 tickets have won a total of $406 million It's an average around $2.8 million each
2: So do they like give the fortune cookie company part of their
1: No, I don't think so <laughs> I would Most states have at least one lottery winner who got their numbers from a fortune cookie But South Carolina ranks first with 15 winning tickets Pennsylvania second with 13, Tennessee 12 it's all according to a fortune cookie marketing company called Open Fortune. They also revealed which fortune cookie numbers have been the luckiest. You ready? Get a pen and paper. Write them down. Okay. Six numbers associated with the most winners. Four, 14, 15, 22, 26, and 28.
2: None of those are my lucky numbers. Well, four because it's
1: April. Mm-hmm. 4, 14, 15, 22, 26, and 28. Try them out on the next uh, lottery, and if you win.
2: Then you're splitting it with us because right, we're doing since it. Since
1: we're not doing the uh, the flashback song, we're not playing any music, I am going to play a song here for you. But it's a commercial, so it's fine. Um, and you, it's it's super, well, I'll we'll let you be the judge. Uh, you remember the old jingle, Gillette, the best the man can get? Yes. Okay. Well, the company's newest one is memorable, too, but in a very different way. Okay. We've talked about this uh, recently. Uh, Gillette's new ad is for its Venus line of products and features a cartoon pubic hair that can sing.
2: Oh my god! It's
1: actually uh, less of a jingle, more like a Broadway number or a scene from a Disney musical,
2: or um, Mr. Hanky.
1: No, this is what's
2: that show? Uh, Mr., Mr. South Mr. Park.
1: South Park, yeah. All right, so you ready? I this, guess. All right, this is the singing pube from the new... It's, this is super cute. Check this out. It's
2: cute. Hi, I'm a pubic hair. Yeah, I'm just a pube, and it's not fair. It sounds like... All I ever wished to be was just another hair. Disney. But when they got one look at me, the ruling from society. Sus- Skin and shiny hair, but what about this other world inside your underwear? Oh, my goodness! You really can see pubic, no need to be a shitty thing, kind of therapeutic.
0: the necessary the pubic area, there's nothing diabolical about this little
2: follicle. Well, there you go.
1: Yes, indeed. What'd you think of that?
2: I think I think she sounded like Belle.
1: I think that was what they were going for. You know, trying to sound you know, kind of.
2: I've noticed a lot of um advertisements where they're actually showing people shaving near their underwear, and mm-hmm. and uh, I it brings me back to when I was a kid. I think is that a spider right there? Where on the um window? Right there.
1: Yep. You should kill it. You're not supposed to kill spiders.
2: Yuck. Yuck. Anyway. Anyway, so when I was a kid, you know, like, um, if you had any kind of... Uh, what am I looking at?
1: Just talk. Never mind.
2: <laughs> okay. Um. So, you're pointing at something. You Oh, a tissue? Yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> anyway, when I was a kid, you know, like they wouldn't let you talk about certain things on at from eight o'clock until 10 o'clock because you know, that was
1: the family time. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: but now it doesn't matter what time of day you see someone shaving their pubic area on TV
1: or <laughs> breastfeeding a baby or any of that stuff, right? You know, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's society. I mean, it's things society, have changed.
2: It's society. Cable came along. Now the internet. Everyone's seen everything, no matter how old they are.
1: Not as much, uh, not as many as there were back in the day, I guess. So things are a little bit more acceptable today as they were than when you and I were growing up, you know?
2: Yep, now I'm the old lady.
1: You are the old I'm lady. I'm the
2: old lady. Mm-hmm. Hey, you kids.
1: Get off my lawn.
2: Up shaving those pubes on TV.
1: All right. So you about done there? Yeah. I mean, it's for Oh, along.
2: yeah. We should do an ad. I just want to say um Brandon has given us three more ads. hmm
1: Yeah, he's got we got the, some new uh uh things. We'll let's do this. Let's, let's turn this up there. Yeah, we'll do a, a new ad and be back. I don't know what we're doing because we, since we dropped out. Well I guess we'll do what we're watching next, huh? yeah okay that's coming up here
0: do you got what it takes to be a gamer do you want to be making big fat money with all that gaming winnings from gaming tournaments in order to get yourself to the top you need to make sure you got yourself some gamer goods you got to be practicing 24 7 you ain't got no time to go anywhere else One poop, two poop, three poop, it gets them all.
2: I can smell you shitting yourself! Get up and go to the bathroom!
0: None of that anymore with Gamer Goods. Gamer Goods, gotta get that victory royale with a pair of these bad boys on. You ain't never gonna go again. Think the way you two to be on me? Nevermore, the four has half to done. When the final piece of the charging cookware pleases its ocean, dial 94329393944. 4. Can't have patience without spilling on the hardware. Don't have an unsettling. Call Buscemi. Never mind, an instrument that has some glass, turn the files and select the god. Easy, slip on the marching of Cozy. Don't illuminate the final extension. Dial 9-4-3-2-9-3-9-3-9-4-4. Please, easy. Whether you're doing your chores, playing a video game, or maybe you're sitting by the fire with a nice warm blanket on your lap, we're happy you can join us on San Angelo Time.
1: What the hell was that commercial?
2: I I don't know.
1: That but the weird. first
2: one was funny. Yeah,
1: yeah. The, the so gamer, the people don't, don't want to get up
2: to go to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, who is that, who was that uh, woman in that commercial? I don't know. Hmm, I wonder who that was. Somebody made a guest appearance. Do you think? I don't know. Maybe I, I'm asking. He,
2: maybe he got an internet voice because people really do sit in their I don't know. The baby. In the their stuff. They don't want to leave there.
1: Hey, when you you're in a roll in a game, you know. <laughs> Rolling in the deep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's time for what are we watching? What are we watching? I don't know. What are we watching?
2: Well, I'll tell you what we did watch. Okay. We watched the, um, I think it was the Amazon Prime, the new documentary about Pink.
1: Oh, yeah. We did. That was actually pretty good. Yeah. Interesting. It was interesting because it was, a, it was shot before COVID. She was on tour in Europe, I think and her entire family her husband and her two children were on tour with her and it was a uh, it was interesting and i thought she had a lot of good points about um how it's uh, different for women in that career to balance life and a career as opposed to men i mean and so she i mean she's a mom is also in charge of this big huge production that she called the circus you know going across you know europe and everything so mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty neat. I thought she did. I thought. I mean, again, I don't. I mean, I'm sure they had better days than others. You know, they probably got all the good days. I'm sure there's days that she's not the nicest person in the world because things aren't going the way they were. They she wants them to. But I mean, all in all, I thought she uh, did a really good job handling uh, both as, aspects of it. She's got two little kids that are you know crawling all over and everything and want her attention as a mom. Mm-hmm. They don't really care that she's on stage in front of thirty thousand people or whatever. You know, she's still her mom. So right. So, and I, I mean, her husband, uh, Carrie Hart, who's been around, you know, was a, a big uh, motocross guy and a, a BMX guy and stuff, is really, uh, I give him credit. He's really taken a backseat to, to her career and is, you know, helping her out, you know. So, I mean, kudos to them. I think they seems like they got a pretty good thing going on, and she's super talented. And
2: Yeah, and it really struck me on how she worries that... As much work as she puts into actually doing a great, amazing show for Mm -hmm. people. She Mm -hmm. worries that, you know, maybe she didn't do good enough. Like maybe with everything that they, the people have to do before they get to the show, you know, pay for parking, pay for dinner, pay for.
1: Babysitter and tickets and stuff like that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And she's like, oh, maybe, you know. Did did I give them their money's worth?
1: I I know a similar podcaster who feels the same way after every show. So
2: <laughs> I know, but nobody pays for this, right? So so, I'm just, so again, so so
1: the bar is much lower. So. The bar is much lower,
2: but I mean, and you're not
1: doing any trapeze type of, you know? Thing.
2: No, oh my gosh, I think she's amazing. Um,
1: she puts on a great show. I mean,
2: I think she's really amazing, and I'm I'm not just talking about um what kind of artist she is. I just mean like how she does balance everything and she Mm -hmm. admits she falls short.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can't be easy because because again, as soon as she gets off stage, she just mom again. I mean, the first thing she did when she got off stage, they handed her a kid, you know, here's your kid. I've been watching him for a couple hours. Now, (laughs) Now he's yours again, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and his diaper needs to be changed by the way. So
2: I mean, well, straight up, I thought it was a really excellent. It's a good um, documentary, yeah. Documentary for sure, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. Because you get to see her again, working as a as an artist, and you know the preparation that goes into that, and then balancing that with family life, and and I think it's kind of cool that she takes her family out on the road because she wants them. She wants a, she wants to be with them, right? And also, she takes that opportunity to. To expose them to some different cultures and stuff, so which I think it's kind of cool.
2: Right, right. That yeah, was a good documentary. Right, and then I can't our, remember what called. But. Um, I think it's something like uh, "Everything I Know So Far." Maybe I don't know. I think it's the title. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it was interesting too. Like the little girl Willow um, mm-hmm. was absolutely having fun with her family you know, in this touring, but she also wanted to go to summer camp mm-hmm. and be with her friends and be right. like a normal kid. And,
1: and, and again, I thought it was really very impressive that, uh, her mom pink let her said, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I'm not going to, you know, I mean, I'd like you to be here with me, but I mean, if you want to go home and, you know, be with your friends for a week or whatever, then you can come back. And, and the little girl said, she goes, she was afraid that she wasn't going to be able to come back and she's like oh you come back you know <laughs> you know so um yeah i thought it was it was it was really cool it was, it, it was an interesting insight into again we see so many of these documentaries and they're about guys and male artists and stuff that you don't really never would have thought about how difficult it is for a woman to be a mom a performing artist on that level and to balance you know Home and family. And and again, a great support system with her husband. I mean.
2: Right. And all those people that are in her show have been in her show.
1: Sounds like it, yeah. For years. It's, it's like, it sounded like, yeah.
2: She said that um, she doesn't like to audition people. She just wants somebody she knows.
1: She gets a comfort level with them and.
2: Who can do the job mm-hmm. and, you know, that she can trust. And mm-hmm. I just. It's amazing. Yeah, they
1: know what she expects, and she knows what they what they can do, and res- and they respect her, and she respects them, and it's probably you know, you and know, pretty she, neat you know setup. And she
2: so. said, which I loved, and i I think that I think that everybody should follow it. She said that she wants to treat her people really good mm-hmm. because that's how. Um, you should treat your people, and that 's how you 're going to get their best
1: right sure yeah it was it was pretty- it was a good documentary i was i had never heard of it before it been out, it was just come out or... i
2: think it just came out and i it is amazon prime isn 't oh, it
1: i think it was i think it was on amazon yeah uh-huh it was yeah. like an hour and a half or something like that or
2: yeah, and i mean to me it it went it flew by yep. it was so interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a lot of different things going on in it, and it wasn't just all. You know, a lot of times those documentaries are all about one or one or either the tour or whatever. But it, to see the behind the scenes of you know, I again, I hats off to her, man. That's uh you know, because a lot of the times it's it's a guy band and everything, and the guy takes off and the and the wife stays home with the kids, you know. And mm-hmm. every once in a while, they might come out and visit them on the road, but it's very rare that you know what an artist goes on the road, I think of I think of the, like the band Rush. I mean, they talk about, you know, what was the one thing that you, you, you're bothered about, you know, your forty years. Well, the fact that I missed all these milestones of my kids growing up and everything because I was out on the road. But that's how we paid the bills. and that was my job and you know and, and you know, and every once in a while they would come out and get together as a family or whatever. And I know that they had at some point in their career, they'd go out for like three weeks and then go home for a week. Off mm-hmm. for three weeks, come home for a week. So, to try to balance that. So, but no, I thought it was good. I mean, I mean, it was pretty cool to see that. So, and they're a young family too. I mean, because those kids are just little. So,
2: yeah. Yeah. That little boy. Oh my gosh.
1: You kept saying it, it reminded you of Brandon.
2: Every, that whole show, every time that little boy would say something or, and just the look of him. Um, when Brandon was little, he had, long blonde hair. I did not want to get his hair cut. He was his hair was so pretty. Yeah,
1: your dad didn't like it.
2: No, when we moved here, that was Mm. one of the first things Looks like a girl. It's one of the first things we did. (laughs) He was he was a pretty little boy Mm -hmm. with his blonde, blonde hair. Holly didn't have blonde hair. She she was like a light brown when she was little but yeah and it, it wasn't just the resemblance of this little boy pretty much everything that little kid did well, he was, was
1: bouncing off the walls yeah
2: and it was just like brandon
1: mm-hmm.
2: just like brandon he was so cute
1: yeah it was a very good documentary and then then you watched i i fell asleep at some point but uh the new episode of uh Dave Grohl's uh documentary with his mom there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a good show. And uh this week it was uh Miranda Lambert and mm-hmm. her mom, but it was also her dad was in it
1: too. Yeah, it was uh from what before I fell asleep it was pretty good. I didn't realize Miranda Lambert was as young as she is. she's not that old. And her um Rise to fame was pretty pretty impressive. That's about when I fell asleep. But I mean she went and was in a talent contest and won that talent contest and that's kind of how she, you know. But her family just invested everything in her to make it, you know, and they uh, I remember she said that like her her parents put in a thousand dollars, the brother put in a thousand, they like they raised like three thousand dollars for like her to go into a recording studio, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they the, didn't have a lot, you know? The so.
2: mother had said to the family members, she said, this is going to be Miranda's college, mm-hmm. so how much would you give her for college? Right. And so that's what they did. You know, it kind of reminded me of that um, Britney Spears documentary when Britney was trying to make it and the family mm-hmm. was you know, doing all these things to help her. That's kind of the same vibe I got from Miranda, but Miranda's mom is super tough woman and Mm she, she's not going to take BS even, even from Miranda. So she, she pretty much told Miranda to put your boots on and get out there and don't do anything Mm half-assed.
1: Yeah. So I got to watch, I got to rewatch that. So maybe I'll do that tonight or whatever, but, um, yeah, it's kind of neat to see these uh, uh, the, the dynamic. To, it's kind of like going back to the Pink documentary. You're seeing a different dynamic of these artists, you know, about how they grew up, you know, about the the trials that parents go through when their kids want to become celebrities, you know. Yes. Uh, especially if it's a family that doesn't. I mean, there's there's certain people that become celebrities because their parents are celebrities, but. These kids, you know, like like Dave Grohl, for instance, you know, he was the kid who played drums and joined a band when he was still in high school, and the. I mean, it's pretty cool because a lot of parents wouldn't give the support to these kids that that these parents did, and I think that that's probably why. And that, that that doesn't always equate to you know being successful, right. But, I mean, I think that it certainly does help. And where A lot of parents would be like, no, you need to go to college and you need to do this and you need to do that before you do that because you got to have something to fall back on.
2: I don't remember the way Miranda's parents put it, but they said that um, she was in dance and, you know, she was doing a couple of other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when she started to sing, that's kind of they went, whoa. Um, they said that when you find the thing, whatever, and I don't remember, they, they had a term for it, but when you find that thing that your kid the is... The bend or whatever? Is, is that you, what it was? Something
1: like that, yeah. I'm and, not exactly sure. I think that was...
2: A, that's yeah. when they, you know, stopped all the other things. And
1: just put all their effort into the, the singing and the songwriting, right? Right.
2: Now, when our kids were young, you know, they spent a lot of time at the Sioux Theater and um, I always thought that was such a wonderful place mm-hmm. for them. And Brandon at first um, thought that he wanted to, you know, be in a show. And he was in a show. He was in a few shows, but that turned out not to be his niche. He mm-hmm. did a lot of volunteering in the theater. Um, you like
1: being behind the scenes.
2: Yeah. He had his own spotlight. Mm-hmm. And. Yep he did a lot of ladder climbing and mm-hmm. and um he would you know be available for whatever they needed and holly was always on the stage
1: mm-hmm.
2: and she, she enjoyed the spotlight she had taken dance and she also took some singing lessons but um i always felt like if she was in the play yeah she got the attention of the music teacher. So like in a way being in a play is, is, Mm -hmm. you know, a good music lesson, but I mean, but, um, my theory as a parent was, and I mean, she was very good. Mm. She was a, I felt like she was a beautiful dancer. I felt like she was, you know, has a beautiful voice. Um, And I felt like, you know, she was very talented, you know, when she was um, the star of the high school play. Mm -hmm. I felt like she was amazing.
1: But Holly never really seemed, as far as I know, like she wanted to pursue that as a career.
2: Right. And as a parent, I felt like, you know, I should um, help her, you know, Support her, what she wants to do, things like that, because all of those things are part of being an, you know, a well rounded Mm -hmm. human being and individual. Um, But I also, and I think you did too, um, encouraged uh, education. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, like if you're going to be on Broadway, you know, do you want to? Do you want to um, be a waitress? You know, while right. you are sure, so like you know, make some money, mm-hmm. <laughs> find a way to make the dough, and right. then you know, do your do those things. Like, don't not pursue your passions. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I always remember, and I and I told this story before uh, to Holly. I don't know if I ever told it on the podcast, but um, I remember growing up. There was a point in my life when I wanted to become an actor. I wanted to go into acting professionally. And we had a family friend, Mr. Dobish, who was the uh, local pharmacist who uh, basically left his family to pursue his career. Um, he moved to New York City. He was a pharmacist you know, in, in town and uh, went to New York City and, and pursued an acting career on the side while he worked as a pharmacist full-time. And he got a few. I mean, he was he was probably at that point my age now. You know, right? So he, you know, so he had he had a wife, he had kids. I I don't know the whole backstory, about what happened? I mean, <laughs> you know, because I was just a kid at the time. Right?
2: You just know what you know.
1: I just know what I know. But I, I do remember that he, t- I talked to him, and he said to me, um, "You don't need a degree to become an actor or to become a musician or whatever." You know, he says, "But you do need to be able to support yourself while you're trying to get those jobs." So. Right. So if you're going to go go to school, get a get a, a degree in something that you can pay the bills, and then on the side you can pursue your acting careers. Well, that's when I decided to go into radio, and then radio satisfied that desire to do the acting because it was I was performing on the air. You know, I didn't need to. That became the the outlet for me because I'd never been on the radio before. You know, so when I started doing that, that's what you know that kind of took over for me. So
2: right, well I know um. With Holly, you know, she's she is right now just pretty much focused on school and mm-hmm. which is wonderful. She needs to, she needs to
1: because it's a tough degree, but
2: program. I still encourage her to. And with COVID, it's more tough, but you know, find a dance class mm-hmm. or or you know, sing somehow, you know, get in a, mm-hmm. a chorus group or you know something to where she can still be because i still think that all of those um other parts of her are just as important yeah and i
1: think i think that she does want to do something creative and you know but i mean you know she's we've obviously we've told her to do that she has she's done that a little bit she hasn't done it as much as you know i thought maybe she would
2: but um maybe she will but maybe she will. Yeah, that's you fine. Know, I mean, get her got the through rest of school, her, yeah. I guess. But yeah, she still should. Uh, still young. and Do some dancing. You know, even in, even if it's just in her. Well, room. she did
1: that one. What was that one group that she did a performance? We went down and saw that. That was kind of cool. Like, yeah, club or whatever. It was a club, was was a, club
2: a dance mm-hmm. club, and mm-hmm. I think that's sure. fabulous. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, I not everybody is going to be. Miranda Lambert, you know oh, that's no, a sure, lot yeah. of work, and it's not always gonna not happen. Oh
1: yeah, that's few and far between, man. For every Miranda Lambert, for every uh, Dave Grohl, for every uh, other uh, person who's you know worked hard to make it, there's thousands that have worked as equally hard and just haven't made it. You know, so
2: some of it's luck,
1: some a lot of it's luck, a lot of it's right place, right time. A lot of it's a lot of it's talent. I mean, there's there's I mean there's there's people that um, are very talented. They just you know. That's not what people are looking for at the time, you know. It's just you've got to have the, you know, the certain look, the certain whatever people are looking for, and obviously you have to have the talent to do it. I mean, when we went to Nashville, when we were only in Nashville for half a day, I mean, every single bar at 10 a.m. in the morning had a live artist or two performing in there, and they were good. <laughs> but you're, if you're making it, you're not up at 10 o'clock in the morning performing in a bar in Nashville. I mean, you're doing that because you know you're good, you want to get discovered. You want you want the big producer or the big celebrity to walk by and say, Oh, who's that? You know, and you know, and so that's why they do it. I mean, but there'll be there'll be hundreds of those stories that never make it to the big time. And that's and and you've got to be willing to accept that. You've that's the hardest thing, I would think, for any person who wants to pursue that. The fact that I could I could be the best there is but i might not be good enough at the, at that moment to make it so right
2: or be lucky enough to be in the right be, place sure. at the right time exactly. because all of these people have talent or they mm-hmm. wouldn't be pursuing sure. it without a doubt mm-hmm. so anyway
1: so that's uh what we were watching um are we doing the Holly segment this week? Or?
2: Oh my goodness, how could I forget about that? Yeah. Okay, um, why don't we
1: take a quick break because we're coming up on a, an hour here for the big show. Okay. Get another one of our new sponsors, then we'll come back with a little Holly happiness here next, here on San Angelo time.
0: First dates can sure be tough. What am I going to wear? How am I supposed to greet her? What if the date goes really well? Does she want me to kiss her? Hi. My name is Lance Pleplaw, and I just gotta tell you, I got all the answers and more. Have your shirt tucked into your slacks nice and tidy, and have that hair combed straight. You wanna make a good impression, and I know just how. You gotta look her right in the eye, you gotta give her the eye of the tiger, and you just gotta give her that eye, and you, she'll know. She'll know what you're all about when you give her the eye. The eye of the tiger. Buy my three-disc set bundle for ninety-nine point ninety-nine for or ins- installations, three installations of thirty, thirty, uh, uh, thirty, three dollars, and whatever that ends up adds up to. That's 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 how much it is. The Lance Pleeplaw for ninety-nine point ninety-nine. Whether you're listening to us on Podbean or Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate your time with us. Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time.
1: That kid,
2: Lance Pleplaw. Lance
1: Pleplaw. <laughs> so is a uh, time for Holly's thing here. Um. Yes. All right. Well, get it up there. Come on. Here comes the big jingle. Be ready. Inspiration. Motivation.
2: I have a question. Yes, is that under Ask cap No, nope.
1: no, that is the, that actually is <laughs> a, a royalty-free music. So,
2: <laughs> but you sang it, so
1: well, you know, because I, I made it up. Okay, do, I, wrote do I Have
2: it. to pay you. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. How many? In fact, you you're behind on your payments too. By the way, so. <laughs> And on that. I'll get my lawyers after you.
2: All right. Um, all right. So this week on Finding Happiness with Holly Ann. Um personally I would prefer that she just sends us, you know, her. We're
1: recording a voice over it, but
2: Yeah. Um but this week, um she I don't know why she didn't, but that's fine. She did still send us something. Oh, she forgot? I don't
1: know. I'm just throw that out
2: there. Oh, okay. But she did send us something and I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. And she asked us to read it. Um so finding happiness with Holly Ann. Pretend I'm Holly Ann. <clears throat> I'll try to sound like her.
1: <laughs> Are you mocking her now?
2: I'm not mocking her. I All think right. she has a prettier voice than I do.
1: Right. Just just do it in your own voice.
2: I'll do it in my own voice. <laughs> I know I said I don't want to talk about sobriety every week, but it is part of my life that is very relevant to my happiness. I wanted to talk about the social pressures of being a sober person in a culture so focused on alcohol. Honestly, I can't say that it has been too difficult. I kept the friends who enabled my sobriety, and I left behind the ones... Who didn't support me? I still manage to have fun when people around me are drinking. Before sobriety, I wasn't a huge fan of sparkling water, but now I drink it rather often because it's more interesting than water, but not full of sugar. I also make a lot of mocktails if I have the ingredients hanging around. Drinks can still be pretty and tasty. Without being alcoholic,
1: sure. That's a good. That's a good point to put out there.
2: Well, yeah. I mean, honestly, I think that um, that would be something that a person would have to uh, navigate, uh, because it is a a culture of Mm -hmm. alcohol. Sure.
1: Yeah. Well, I agree. I I think that would be very tough. You know. But I mean, you know, I mean, there's. Plenty of uh, other things out there, I think that she can, you know, and it, and it's, I don't think like a lot of other things. I don't think there's the stigma attached that there has been in the past, you know, of somebody saying I'm an alcoholic or whatever.
2: Right? No, I I definitely. It's like agree.
1: it's like it's like the, you know back you know when we were growing up, if somebody said they were an alcoholic, be like, ooh, that person, ooh, that's a, what's wrong with that person? You know, it's like if somebody said they were gay. I mean, back when we were growing up. That would have been taboo. Now it's not anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's you know. So I mean, so I think that society's changed. Society's accept, become more accepting, which is a good thing. Uh, and 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 not just about those two things, but about a lot of other things too, you know. Right. So, I think that um, yeah, I think that that's good. I mean, then and again, I think that that provides more opportunity for you know for her to exist in that in that society right you know
2: right right and i mean which is very lucky um a lucky time i suppose um for her you know i don't know how to say it but i do agree that um she works very hard sure. at her sobriety
1: and at her age it can't be easy because again that's the time when you know so many you know our age, we don't drink as much as we did back in the day. I know I don't. You know, so if, you know, so it would be easier, I think, later on in life. I don't know. I think at that age, where she is now, that's it's got to be extremely difficult because there's so many of her friends are out, you know, drinking and partying and having a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on this you
2: birthday, know. she's only turning 23.
1: Right, you know. I she's mean, to been... be the, to always be the DD of your group, you know, I don't know that that's, you know, and, you know, and I don't know how... You know, again, if there's the temptation, you know, maybe she doesn't go out to the bars, you know, and so it's right. like...
2: And do you even want to be around drunk people? I mean, sometimes, yes, because sometimes there's certain uh, social situations that you want to be involved in.
1: Sure. Like, you yeah, know, but I mean, and you can, you know, perhaps protect them and everything from themselves and everything and be, you know, be, be right. the responsible one. Right. You know, make sure that your friend like, doesn't...
2: Say it's like a bridal shower, you know? I mean... Mm-hmm. People are gonna be drinking on that and, and you know, you might be supporting your friend and and you definitely well, wanna be there.
1: Well, if your friend is your friend, they'll understand you're an alcoholic and they and I mean it's not that they won't drink, but I think that they would make sure that you had no, something. No, they w-
2: they would still drink. That's not at all the point.
1: But I, I would say I think that they would make sure that there's more than just alcohol there so that you could feel like you were participating in it too, so
2: Right. Right. So Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. wonderful! So there's like uh, it's
1: good, uh, good uh, stuff there. Did you want to do the flashback song, even though we're not playing anything? Or do you want to-
2: Yeah, let's do it so we can even all- just talk about it.
1: All right, it's time for the flashback, flashback. song of the week. Again, all these uh, bumpers and everything.
2: I already know that you're... Royalty free. Are, I I get that. Well, I,
1: I just I, I I want to make sure you asked about the... Uh,
2: I was teasing because... Oh, I, I, thought, I thought you did, were serious. I, knew, I didn't you, know. You made that.
1: But I mean, the music I didn't make. I just did the singing. You know, the music I actually... But it's from a, uh, a service that we get at the radio station, which is all royalty free. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so I have permission to use that stuff for sure.
2: Right. No, I knew that.
1: We could do a flashback song and I could give you the list of everything that's on I could just pull up the Alpha Libraries I'll and we, be like, Oh, here's a There's good actually one. there's actually stuff do, that do, has do, lyrics on do, it, do, you do. know.
2: Do, 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 dot. <laughs>
1: there's actually lyrics on some of the stuff. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um not necessarily my preference, but but I mean for right now until until we can get this whole thing um figured out um my flashback song of the week uh i actually spent a lot of time looking at um covers videos on youtube and it was
1: in the car in the car on the way to gaylord
2: it was hard because um you know, I wanted it to, like, really touch me. I wanted it to be... And some of the covers were pretty good, um, but it just didn't... It didn't wow me. And you kept you kept pushing me, oh, watch this Marilyn Manson thing. And they were really creepy.
1: But, I mean, it was... But that was the video. I was just saying that there, this, the song, if you listen to the song without the video, I think you'd find that it was, it was a good cover of the song.
2: So... I I kind of felt like the song I picked. I picked it for a reason. It was it was the um, uh, Panic at the Disco, and they covered Bohemian Rhapsody. And this was um, a concert video. It was amazing, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I picked it. Typically, I mean, everyone covers Bohemian Rhapsody. Not everyone does it well,
1: right? Yeah, they did a good job at it.
2: And I would not typically not want to pick Bohemian Rhapsody. I right. love that song, don't get me wrong. It's just that, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, she picked a song that just anybody would pick. No, I encourage you to look it up on YouTube. Um, Panic at the Disco, Bohemian Rhapsody in concert. It was amazing. Yeah, And yes... They do actually use some of the Queen song.
1: Yeah, for sure they do. Yeah,
2: you definitely hear those vocals. You know that it's them, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. It's such a good a good cover.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a they do a very nice job of it. Yeah,
2: and I love that guy, that Brendan yuri, Yeah, he's so good. Um, but it did take me a long time to figure out that that was the song that I wanted. For me personally, mm-hmm. I would just do a Weezer cover because <laughs> I love that Rivers Cuomo. Yeah, he's such a good, talented vocalist. Um, I mean, the band is really good, but I just love his vocals.
1: So I'm gonna give you a little sample of uh, this. Is has nothing to do with this, but this is this is uh, from the uh, um, website there. The so this is. So, this is music that we could actually play. This is. This
2: Without is, getting in trouble.
1: Hmm? Yeah. This is the full mix of Dirt Wrangler.
2: Sounds like one of Brandon's wacky songs.
1: So, by the band The Jupiter Twins. So.
2: Should I mention Brandon's wacky song this week?
1: I don't know. What was his wacky song? I didn't hear it.
2: It was, um. It was a song called Help by Pink Guy. Pink Guy. Pink Guy.
1: Not Pink Eye. No. Pink, pink Guy.
2: Help. And I, w- I did watch that video on was it good? YouTube. It was quite interesting. Hmm. Well,
1: it'd be the I was Brandon's wacky song of the week. So
2: yeah, it's kind of like a, about a guy who just looks like a normal guy and acts like a normal guy, but mm-hmm. on the inside he's like not normal. He's seeing demons, and he's like, ah, you know.
1: So when I picked when I was talking about covers last week, I wanted to I wanted to try to find you know covers that I think are actually better than the original. You know. So like there's the you know I, I was the the perfect example of that, and I mentioned this to you yesterday would be Manfred Man's "Blinded by the Light."
2: Oh, agreed. Way, b- way agreed. better than Bruce
1: Springsteen's original version, of
2: right? Blinded and by his Light. version was good.
1: The only good thing about Bruce's version is then you can understand the lyrics because of the way he sings, it's, it's the you can understand the lyrics. You agreed. understand that it's not a douche. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not a douche. It's not,
1: it's not a douche? So.
2: It's a deuce. Yeah. Revved up like a deuce, right? Another runner in the night. It's Not
1: wrapped up like a douche, like <laughs> I always thought. Like, so
2: Everybody sings that.
1: Yeah. Um. So, but I would I would have picked and played had I had a chance, and maybe people would be a little surprised by this, but uh, the uh, Metallica version cover version of Queen's uh, um Stone Cold Crazy.
2: I like that one. I think Metallica
1: I, does an excellent job of that song. I
2: don't even have to look that up; I've heard it. Yeah, and I do agree that I don't like the
1: Queen version, but I think I do think that the Metallica version is better.
2: I I think it's an excellent version, but mm-hmm. they were both done at different times. Oh yeah,
1: the, the first version was on the Sheer Heart Attack album back from nineteen seventy four
2: or five ish mm-hmm. or whatever. So yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Um, So I think that, you know, Metallica did what they do best Mm -hmm. on that song.
1: I was going to pick, I was also going to look up, but I didn't get a chance to do it, like covers of Rush songs. I know that there's like Anthrax did a cover of their song Anthem. And I've heard that it's okay, but it's not as good as the original version. So, Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I think, I mean, the other thing that I liked about the covers and the reason I like the the Marilyn Manson cover of uh, Sweet Dreams, because, I mean, you know the original version by the eurythmics it's you know it's very upbeat and very you know and his version is so dark and so different it gives a completely different feel to the yeah, song yeah i you didn't know? like it but it was funny because we were having this argument in the car yesterday i said because she kept saying oh he's creepy he's creepy but i said just think of him as like a modern day alice cooper and because that's really all he is is a modern day alice cooper you know, I mean, if you think back on when Alice Cooper came out, everybody thought he was dark and creepy and, oh, he's scary and he's chopping his head off on stage and everything. You know, Alice Cooper is great, you know, but I mean, I think Man- Marilyn Manson, a different level and certainly a different, but I mean, very similar to Alice Cooper, a modern day Alice Cooper is what I would call it, Marilyn Manson. Okay. So, yeah.
2: So. That's her. Flashback, so, songs <clears throat> yep, flashback songs of the week. Yep, those are flashback songs of the week.
1: So yeah, gotta so, put it on the podcast there. But
2: so, um, I personally feel like the song I picked. Mm-hmm. I, nobody does Bohemian Rhapsody better than Queen. Oh, I well, mean, I am no. not gonna try no. to say, but I am gonna try to say that it was fantastic and brandon yuri Brendan, i don't know how to say his name he puts heart and soul and mm-hmm. everything he's got into that song and i think it's worth mm-hmm. looking at
1: yeah that was good uh the other one that you cuz you were listening to a bunch of them uh I know the chili peppers a higher ground the cover of the stevie wonder song mm-hmm. very good version of that song um way different than than stevie's version you know but still got that good funk groove to it so mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of good covers out there. I, I I like it. I like it when somebody does a cover, and they make it their own. I hey,
2: yeah, me too. I, I
1: like I I don't. I, let's say um. Pat Benatar's cover of John Mellencamp's "I Need a Lover," way different.
2: Yeah, you definitely. Know, you know, um, but
1: that that one I would say I think the original is better. I think John Mellencamp's.
2: Oh better. yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure.
1: Even though I think I think hers is probably more popular
2: now. Um, the Toto Africa and um, Africa by, by Weezer. Weezer mm-hmm. um, to me, Weezer's version is almost the same song. Pretty much. Um, you can really tell the difference when they start getting into that one part. Oh,
1: keyboard part! The there. keyboard yeah. part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can
2: really tell the difference. Sure, but. Um, to me i don't know what what the i I like their version of it mm-hmm. i don't know what the point of it was
1: I mean a lot of people will do covers of songs just because like rush did a, did a you were surprised that rush actually has a cover album that they did an e p it's called flashback, and they did a cover uh, covers of like i don't know seven or eight songs that they liked growing up and everything that kind of helped help form their band look at our time
2: i don't know what are we. <laughs>
1: We're way, this is the longest podcast we've ever done.
2: Yeah, without music, without music, it's so weird. I know,
1: but uh, um,
2: maybe we can
1: do this. But podcast, but uh, um, Rush did a, a that flashback uh thing and they played like the birds and the and the, I think it was the yard birds and a, and a cream song songs that they really liked uh, as kids growing up and everything and put a Rush spin on it. I thought it was pretty good, so
2: I'll mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we'll have to look into that. Mm-hmm. So I think we probably should be wrapping, wrapping it up. It up.
1: Um, no. Since we're like an hour and fifteen so minutes, ago, this maybe
2: thing. this week we'll we'll kind of look into this licensing thing. I like having music on our show.
1: Mm-hmm. What's but, this? we right here,
2: and I know. Yeah, I know. Brandon is not. This is Brandon. I know. He's not doing any copyright laws. No. So.
1: All right, so we'll look into that. We'll see what we can do for next week, but uh, hopefully you enjoy this podcast. <laughs> next weekend it's Memorial Day weekend, so we'll see you then.
0: We're sorry to see you go. Why don't you join us again next week? We post an Angelo time every single Sunday, and we do sure hope we can see you again. Thanks for listening to an Angelo time.